Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to BGM once again, AKA Big Girl Mike. As always, my name is Michelle, AKA Mimi. And today I have with me my co-host, Lokinda. She'll be joining us in a little bit. Um, but I just wanted to start off by saying again, happy, happy Saturday. And uh, let's jump right into it. Today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about parenting. So parenting is one of, if not the most important role, AKA job in a person's life that they can ever have. So for me, um, parenting started at a really young age, as, actually as long as I could remember. Um, you know, we may not notice, but we parent those around us. We parent um, our cousins. I parented my cousins. Um, my little sister, you know, being at a young age, um, growing up, you, you're, you're, you're brought up to take care of those that are around you. So for me, I feel and felt like if it started at a young age. Um, so going into that, I got pregnant with my first child at the age of 16, and I ended up having her at the age of 17. So that's a young teen mom. And, you know, it was really taboo in my days to, you know, have a child at such a young age. I wasn't done high school. I was not even working. I wasn't doing anything. I was just honestly enjoying my youth and helping raising um, and, and help raising my, my little sister um, with my mother. So um, for me, it kind of started really young. Um, of course, that ended my young life <laughs> uh, when I had my daughter, of course. And, you know, at that time, you know, people, people like myself, we go through, you know, rebellious stages of, you know, wanting to still go out, wanting to still go clubbing and all of that kind of stuff, which honestly, I can't lie, y'all. I did. I, I honestly still, yeah, I asked my mom a couple of times, hey, can you babysit? Because, you know, of course it happens. You know, and, and that goes hand in hand with um, supporting people um, who, who, who are at that stage and who are going through things. So um, shout outs to all the parents out there. You know, it's a really, really hard role. So um, I was very naive and I figured that, you know, since I had my little sister, I could do it too. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't going to be that hard. Well, shit that was a lie. And, you know, <laughs> you can hear my co-host in the background, um, that kind of like snowballed, you know, having more kids. But in my early years, it was a struggle. Honestly, it was a struggle. I had to worry about the little things that I never thought about. You know, I never thought about a parent would have to worry, um, especially when it was just provided so freely to me at, a, at such a young age. I didn't have to worry about diapers, toilet paper, you know, um, my time not being mine, you know, um, dealing with another life essentially. And, you know, being in a space where I was, it was very confusing for me and I didn't know what to do most of the times. And thank God that I had really good support around me to kind of guide me through that and to, for me to lean on when I really, really needed it the most. Um, so when I first had my daughter, you know, 
the, the one of the biggest things that I could remember was postpartum depression. And I honestly didn't think that thing existed. And I really don't think that there's enough awareness about it. So for anybody who's going through postpartum depression or depression in general, um, it's okay. And I love the fact that, you know, um, if you guys don't know who Demi Lovato is, she's a, she's an artist and she has a song out right now um, saying that it's okay not to be okay. And I truly 100% believe in that. Sometimes we don't have to be okay all of the time. And, you know, when we're stressed and we're under pressure, it's okay to crumble sometimes because that's how we get back up. So being a young parent, it was, um, as I said, one of the most difficult things for me because I didn't know what to do. I had to worry about a life. I also had to worry about my life and providing for the both of us. Uh, that led to me moving out of my mom's house and it led to a whole bunch of new responsibilities that I honestly did not think I had to take on. And, you know, being a parent, a first time parent, you worry about everything. You worry about um, your performance as a parent and, and if you're adequate enough to even be a good parent. And, you know, this is where all of those things from your parents start flooding back in. You know, am I a good example? Am I going to be able to provide? Am I going to be able to, um, you know, continue to live my life the way how I want it to be? And honestly, that it, it doesn't, it changes. It changes you as a person and it changes your child's life in general and those around you, honestly. So hats off for you guys. And um, I don't know what to say, but uh, hang in there. <laughs> so being a young mother, it brought me through a lot of things at the same time. I dedicated myself to going back to school and honestly, it was a huge, huge thing for, for my mother because obviously, like, a lot of people may not know, but shit, I got kicked out of school just because, you know, I had a child at 16. Obviously, you cannot go to school being pregnant unless it was one of those satellite um, classes, which I did attend. However, in real life, y'all, at that age, sometimes you can't work. Sometimes you, I mean, sorry, sometimes you can't go to school and do all the things you want to do and balance your personal life in taking care of a young child. So I had to kind of evaluate where I was at, what I wanted to do, what I needed to do. And I had to make some really tough decisions and sacrifices, which ultimately led me to quitting school and working full-time. Um, with doing that, I lost myself in the process. And as time went on, it got a little bit better. Definitely, it got a little bit better. However, it took me a lot of soul searching. So it's not without difficulty having a child, period. Whether it's at a young age, whether it's now, whether it's like 30 years from now, it's, 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 a, it's something that's going to change your life. So do not, and I repeat, do not bring a child into this world if you cannot take care of it. I cannot stress that enough. 
Um, this was something that played in my head a lot. And one of the biggest things that led me to, you know, going through with the pregnancy was the fact that I couldn't bear to let a part of me go. And that's how I honestly truly felt. You know, my mom brought up the the um, the topic of abortion and it made me cringe. It really, really did because I couldn't bear losing a part of myself. I couldn't bear letting someone else take the responsibility for me being careless, for me being carefree and wanting to do what I wanted to do. So essentially I felt that, you know, since I was woman enough to lay down shit, I gotta be woman enough to, to take care of it. And honestly, that's not the case for a lot of people, but um, my heart goes out to you guys. And if anybody who is in that situation, all I can say is listen to yourself and make the best decision for you when it comes to having abortions. It's not something that I support in general. However, I have no place in judging someone else's story and I have no place in, in judging, period. So with that being said, do you. Um, so being a young mom, for me, as I said, it was a struggle. However, at the same time, it brought a lot of realization. And I realized that not only was I wanting to follow through with that pregnancy, but I wanted someone who, who wanted me and for young women and for anybody who's going through anything at an age where they have self doubt, they have uh, self um, issues like with confidence and stuff like that, make your choices for you and work on yourself because if you don't work on yourself, nothing else will matter. You have to build yourself up in order for you to have yourself and in order for you to give yourself to someone else, really. So let's be honest with that piece right there. So into my next thing, um, you know, I went through a lot of struggles. Yes. And it was great at time. It was great. A lot of the times, you know, I got to I got to see my daughter flourish. I got to see her grow up. And, you know, what I went through of working and putting school aside, it made me who I am today. I didn't give up on school. I actually went back a couple years later after I had some more kids, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So I do have about five kids. My oldest is 18. My second is turning 13 next year. I have a, uh, a nine-year-old turning 10. I have a um, seven-year-old turning eight and a six-year-old turning seven. So damn, it's it's a lot of time that I put in. And I felt like, yo, the fact that I had kids, at least one kid, it led me to have another and another and another. And before I know it, shit, I have five. And I had to like, yo, it's a wrap. I had to wrap it up because I was nearly getting tired of these damn kids, y'all. It was driving me crazy. But um, with that being said, it was my experience, you know? And we have some tips for you guys also about parenting. And one of the biggest tips that I can give someone out there is to definitely find time for you. I personally try to do that. I'm not great at doing it. I'm still working on doing it. But the most important thing is to find, even if it's five minutes, I said this in the previous post, even if it's five minutes, 
find time for yourself because that five minutes allows you to gather your thoughts. It allows you to gather yourself and just take a deep breath because shit, parenting is, as I said, it's, it's, it's a, it's a hard job. It's an important job, but it's a hard job. So um, I'm going to ask my co-host a question about, um, you know, because we were, we were friends for a very long time and she was actually there during that process of, of uh, me when I, when I had my daughter at a young age. So Uh, (laughs) now during the process like around me when i had my daughter at a young age because you know sometimes you will lose friends and and friends will not stay and that's how you kind of um weed out who who are real friends and and who are not and yo i had some real good ass friends to me man people who held me down shout out to you alma shout out to people who were like you know lifting me up in in hard times and whatnot but yo there are some incredible people out there and your support system speaks to who you are. So Lokinda, what did you, how, how did, how did it affect you when you had a friend who had a kid at a young age? Like, um, how old were we at that time? I was like, what, 16, 17? So I was 15. We About so. Yeah. So we were like, what, we're really not. We're in high school, like yeah, yeah, we were in high school. We were in high school. Um, I think. Well, there was story behind like me and Michelle. We knew each other since grade four. Um, it's really like how we met. I don't even think she remembers how we met. Yo, Rito, <laughs> the top of Rito got no, yes. That's not how we met. We the. That's not how we became friends. So what happened is I I was a loner. Like I was, I'm very, like, I'm an introvert. A lot of people are surprised when I tell them that, but um, I had difficulties making friends. So our sisters were actually best friends. And one day my sister came, she's like, oh, you know, uh, so-and-so has, a little sister your age you should you know you guys should like meet up like meet up talk to each other and i was so excited <laughs> i was like because i went to like the school that i went to then was i think i was like yeah i was probably the only black girl right i really wanted like a sister a black girlfriend right so i was like what for real yo what i did michelle will probably start laughing <laughs> Because she probably forgot what I did. What I did is I wrote her a letter. <laughs> no. Yeah. You didn't. I wrote, yeah. What? I wrote her a letter. And then, because I was so shy, my sister was like, yo, call her up. I'm like, no, I don't know what to say. I'm so shy. So, and, you know, don't forget, yo, we were in grade four, okay? I don't know how old we were then. Right before you're like how old now? You're like um shit 10, man. 10, Mom 11? brain. I don't know. You don't have any grade four kids? In grade four, I think you're probably Naira? like Naira? No, no, you're young. Yeah, like Naira's age, like around like uh seven, eight. Yeah, so I wrote her a letter. I don't know what I wrote to her, but I wrote her a letter stating like stuff like, Hey, um like um so-and-so, I like to get to know you, like some resume shit. I don't remember, <laughs> but I remember writing that letter and it took me a couple of days to write it. <laughs> no, 
my sister was like, yo, what's wrong with you? Why are you writing her a letter? Because I had to give this, the, the letter to my sister who couldn't give it to her best friend. So finally, Michelle received the letter. Michelle doesn't remember these details, right? Michelle no, I don't. And I think what happened is she was like, yo, what's wrong? She read the letter for sure, but she replied back by calling me and said, hey, I got your letter. That's really nice. Thank you. If you want, we could meet up at Rito, the mall. Rito is the mall. Mm-hmm. I was like, so excited. Yeah, for sure. We'll go shopping. Da, 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 da. So fine, that's how we met. So long story, long story short, we met that's how me and michelle met that's how we became friends so michelle was my first friend and she became like a sister to me she became like a best friend so years goes by i went to boarding school in europe um remember the last day i was in canada i came to say bye like it was your last day of life (laughs) you know like shipping me out you know um I went to boarding school and um, I came back. And when I came back, um, I started like, we were, no, actually, Mich- I went to boarding school while you were pregnant. Yes, actually. you did. Yes, yes. Yeah, so you were pregnant at the time. Hopefully, my A little bit before you left, I was, but I don't think that you really knew. No, I don't think I, I you had told me. I think you were in the beginning, like probably two to three months at that time because of not believing face. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I came back, she had told me I came back to visit the parents back in Canada. I think it was like Christmas or something. And then that's when Michelle had told me that she was pregnant. So at that age, at that time, I was probably 15. And for me, it was like, pregnant? What is that? Hmm. <laughs> you know, everything was so taboo, especially back in the days, like, you didn't even, you would watch like TV and when people start making out, you would like cover your eyes and shit <laughs> in front of your parents. <laughs> like, Y'all, mind you, ten, uh, Lokinda grew up in a very conservative African home. So it was forbidden. It was forbidden. So <laughs> it was so taboo. So for me, she was telling me like, I'm pregnant. I'm like, pregnant? You have sex? <laughs> somebody saw you (laughs) you know i was like okay okay so i didn't say anything about it i went home walking down the street with my innocent self told mom yeah mom while we're having dinner michelle's pregnant oh can you please pass me rice (laughs) i was like what michelle's pregnant pregnant by who oh god my mom i don't know what happened but my mom Live my mom, she just studied when she's mad, she speaks her dialect, right? Me, dialect. So she kept on going and going, No, this is over. You can't, like, you can't be her friend. Like, that's what y'all want to mm. do. That's what you do down there. That's what you want to go sleep <laughs> over because y'all want to get pregnant together. Oh, shoot. If you want to get pregnant, get out of my house. <laughs> Not even you, your friend, but you get it kicked out. Like, I was on the verge of kicking me out. I was like, and that's like that shit scared me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yo, I just want to eat my rice. Like, 
Like shit like that, like kids believe shit like that. Like, yes. Like at that age, you believe you're just like, oh shit. It's like, a wrap. You know, I don't want to get kicked out. Michelle, my best friend, I can't lose her. What am I gonna do? I'm torn. <laughs> like the streets for the baby. <laughs> so um, finally, I don't know what happened. I think um, my mom accepted it. The fact that, like, I think with time, Michelle was. That was Michelle's pregnancy, like during Michelle's pregnancy too. So our friendship, what happened during that time? I think our friendship didn't grow apart, grew apart. But what really happened is during, I think she was going, I don't know, but we talked less. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to school. I still continue going to school Monday to Friday, right? So that's one thing. And I guess for a teenage girl to have a child, that's heavy, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not going to school no more. You're staying home with morning sickness, and you had lots with Venetia. Oh, you had lots of morning sickness. Like, man, the whole pregnancy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, but finally, I went back um, to Europe. I came back, but we still talked. Like, we still talked. Kept it's, in touch, yeah. Yeah. Like, it didn't hit me until I saw Michelle holding Anisha. So when I came back, when I finally finished boarding school in Europe, I finally came back. I was done. Came back for high school now. And I came to visit. I was so excited. I was so excited. And um, I saw her. I saw her holding the baby. And for me, I was like so shocked. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. So Michelle remembers this story. Like, yeah. let me tell, like just say what you got to say. Like, so... It was like it was yesterday. So I had Anisha, and when when uh, Lakina came back, uh, Anisha, my daughter, was basically about like three months old. So you know, she says hi, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you have a baby! What are you doing? Like, how are you doing this?" And I'm like, "Yo, man, no, I'm just doing it." And you know, I I hand her the baby, but she starts to peck her like. Gently tap her on the head, like, there, there. Hello, young one. How are you? And I'm like, oh my God. I think at that moment, I realized you mature. I I, I was I was very mature, but I also realized like the difference between the two of our lives. Like my life completely changed. I was all nurturing. I was like a mother. I was like, you know, I knew how to hold her. But my friend, she was like, "Oh shit, uh, it's a, it's another human being," and she was she she was scared. She looked very scared, so she didn't even want to. Tenny, Tenny didn't even want to hold her, so I was just like, no. "You know what? It's I it's, think it's I was okay." Like, it's not like I didn't want to hold her. I didn't know, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're used to, like, like I don't know. My I have an I'm the third of uh, my siblings right so i have my older sister and my older brother and i have uh my younger brother so my sister was the oldest one she would always be the one you know taking care of us or like taking care of like my younger brother who was a baby too so i didn't have that responsibility right like as to like with babies at that time or make sure everyone was okay and doing what they had to do yeah exactly and so for me, it was like, okay, your best friend has a baby. How 
now how are you with that baby right like like you your that's your best friend's life like you know it's kind of like and i think now it's kind of and it makes sense is because right now like even for me being a mom me and michelle like ever since i give birth to i give birth i have a five-year-old son right like michelle was already gone by that time i had my son. <laughs> like and she was at her like our son are the same age we're last like the one year apart yeah right so by that time i was a pro you know so like you guys see the difference the years spent like me still not having any child or kids but we still like our relationship was i think i think it was just slightly different until i get birth mm-hmm. until i could like relate relate yeah right it's like not call like example like not calling back like you know we all have those friends that you want to just chat on the phone but when you're a mom if i tell you like i'm gonna call you back yo bitch i'm gonna call you back probably like in a week or two <laughs> girl got I shit to do back, you know my callback is not like yo i'll call you back at the end of the night hell no my callback is when i'm free and when i'm free i'm trying to be free off with me <laughs> like mm. you know and then now we understand now like back then michelle would call oh i'm sorry i didn't call you she would always apologize oh i'm sorry but now we just don't care like yo yeah we'll talk <laughs> <laughs> you know let's plan our next trip <laughs> you know, like, let's get away Get away! When our kids are together, we just look at each other and say, oh, God, right? So I think it's all about um, of that. And why, like, I sticked around, right? Like, I sticked around because, like, I think it's also growing up as well in, um, in a strict household is values. My parents give me values, and I use, like, yeah, it was like, it's so taboo, your best friend has a baby but that doesn't you know doesn't make her a bad person mm-hmm. doesn't make her an evil person like you know it's like things happen and to tell you the truth i'm like we have the like we have a lot of our like the fact that you said that you're against abortion well not against mm-hmm. but for me it's the same thing too mm-hmm. right like i if i was in your shoes i would have kept my baby i would have kept the baby 100%. So if anybody in your, if it was in your position, I, I don't know, I'm just saying it could happen to anyone and be careful what how you judge a person, right? I wouldn't be, I don't think that I could look back and think, oh, I had lost a good friend mm-hmm. over that decision, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy I listened to my heart. I think that's really the answer. I listened to my heart. Okay. Um, just to piggyback on what uh, on what she said, definitely um, think twice before you judge someone, guys, because that goes a long way. And your words, your words have power. And for in me, any relationship, in any too. yes, in any relationship, um, when my mom was speaking to me about you know not giving up on myself at such a young age and allowing myself to continue to have a childhood and and whatnot, I think. Back in those days, um, you know, we were expected, as I said, I grew up in the, in the Caribbean, so we were expected to help out around the house. We were expected to, you know, be the parents when parents were not around if there were children. 
So for me, it was, it, it was, um, it was not always the best thing, but when I had the opportunity to, to, to go and do me, I did. And my mom saw that and she didn't want me to lose that, you know, and the fact that I had a child at that age, it, it was a lot of restrictions and it was a lot of limitations. I was no longer, you know, able to, to live my life freely as I, as I, as I did before. And she didn't want me to give that up, as I said. So it kind of took, it kind of hurt her a lot. And I had to reevaluate myself, as I said, and I, and I really did not want to give up a part of me because of, because of the decisions that I was making. So I, I sucked it up and you know, and, and I don't regret that decision because I'm looking at a beautiful young 18 year old woman who is in university right now, um, with a double major and she set in tone for the rest of her families, for her friends around her and for the woman that she's going to become. Yeah. Yeah. Even for me too. Like I look at my daughter, my eldest daughter too. And I look at her and I'm like, it brings me to tears. For her. her. Yes. I dropped high school for her. I dropped a lot of things for her. And, you know, and I don't regret that because, you know, now look, right. Look, exactly. Look at her and and God does things in mysterious ways. And, you know, it's, um, it's a blessing. Like the universe has, has placed things in the way that it's supposed to be placed and set it up in the way that it's supposed to be set up. And it happened exactly how it was supposed to happen. So, I feel very fortunate and I feel very blessed to, to be the person that I am and to make the decisions that I made. Not all were right, but you know, my decisions reflect who I am as a person and how I continue to grow. So never judge a a person, honestly, because you don't know what they're going through. Um, Always, always, always be the bigger person in, in situations because you never know what a person is going through and words have power. So definitely be careful of what you say, how you say it, and be mindful of how it affects people. So um, we have some very great tips um, for parenting. As I said, um, make sure that you take time for yourself. Another great tip, something that I am constantly working on, is learn to be more patient. When you have another life, or another person depending and waiting on you, you have to learn how to be humble and you have to learn how to be patient and, and sometimes how to wait because that requires you to remove yourself from certain situations and certain thoughts and certain reactions that you may have. And, you know, to put on a different point of view and, and to see that, you know, this is someone who is growing and they need and they need that patience they need to make those mistakes and you as a parent guiding them you need to you, you need to be a little bit more patient so definitely patience is is, is a great tip that um i feel that everyone definitely needs even if you're not a parent shit, we all need some patience um another th- another tip that i have for um for parents out there is not to beat yourself up it's, it's easier said than done, but, you know, as a, as a parent, we like to do the blame game a lot. And we like to say, you know, I should have, could have, would have, I should have done this different. I could have done this different. What would I have done if I had done that different? Again, everything happens for a reason. And 
you have to remind yourself that you are doing the best that you can do. And if you don't feel that you are doing the best that you can do, then try harder, try something different, do your research and see what are the benefits and what it's going to cost you to do that. And is it going to be a negative thing in the long run? Definitely, definitely um, think about that one. Um, Lokinda had a tip um, for you guys to, you know, let your children discover who they are. And that goes a very long way because giving them some sort of independence speaks volume not only to, to who you are and what you taught them, but also what they've learned, what they've picked up on. Because there's a saying, monkey see, monkey do. Um, your children are always watching. They're always watching you. They're always looking at everything you're you're doing and saying, and, and they're soaking it up like sponges. So allow them to discover who they are. Allow them to make mistakes. You know, as babies, they walk. When they're first learning to, to walk, they walk and they fall. And if they don't fall, they never learn how to crawl. You know, and if they learn how to crawl, they know how to get up and start walking again. So definitely allow them to have some independence, allow them to, you know, feel their way around with, with, with caution, of course, because we, we don't want nothing to happen. Another amazing tip that she, she, she gave was to give them simple choices. Sometimes I feel that when we overcomplicate things, we're doing just that things are being too complicated simplify things you know maybe offer them two choices or maybe offer them you know um something that they that you already know what the outcome may be and that way it it, it in turns it's simpler for you and it's simpler for them and you know we can get our point across with with just doing that so i'm giving them simple choices Another one that she gave out was to teach them that it's okay to spend time alone. That one is super, super important because, you know, a lot of children, a lot of people suffer with separation anxiety. And when we constantly hover around our kids and, and hold them and, 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 and stuff like that, we are actually, I feel we're actually doing them a disservice by doing that so much. Not to say that we cannot do that, not to say not to love on your children, but allow them to, to spend some time alone to, to think and to be okay with being, you know, by themselves, let them use their imagination, you know, play, like become creative, you know, and in that, it also goes back to one of my first points and my first tips as well. That'll give you some time to, you know, take a couple minutes to yourself. And that is a okay in my book. You can never go wrong with something like that. But guys, for, for more tips and stuff like that, definitely um, I'll be posting more tips on our Instagram page at uh, Big Girl Mike. So look out for that one. And also, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, definitely hit us up. Send us an email at biggirlmike at gmail.com. We're always willing and wanting to hear from you guys. So uh, with that being said, I want to also bring up the importance of taking a break. If anybody knows me, y'all know that I be getting some damn gray hair because I don't take a freaking break. I don't take a long enough break. And shit, the stress that I have, it is, it's crazy for me. I would always encourage 
anybody to take a break, whether you have children, whether you have a job, whether you're taking care of someone else, take a break because taking a break can be one of the best things that you could ever do for yourself. And I am, I'm going to be honest, I am failing at that. I am drowning with that shit, man. I, I, I don't take a break too often. And you know, that could be because I feel guilty sometimes because I feel, you know, if I step away from my children or if I step away from my responsibilities, they're still going to be there when I get back and they're not being done. So for me, it's, it's, it's a, it's a constant reminder of things that I have to do. However, to be honest, they're not going anywhere. And I'm driving myself insane, driving others around me insane, hyping up myself, getting more stressed out. And for what? For nothing, because those same things are still going to be there regardless. So I want to encourage you guys to step back and take a break whenever you can. As I said, even if it's for five minutes, do what I do. I be locking myself in the bathroom. Do, do that if you need to, you know, take yourself into the closet, take yourself for a walk, take yourself for a drive, spend some time alone and take a break. It can be a breakthrough mentally for you to just rejuvenate yourself for a couple of minutes, like get yourself together and then go back and attack whatever you have to do, whether it's work, as I said, whether it's, you know, planning for something, whether it's taking care of your children, whatever you have to do. Just allow yourself some time to be by yourself and to have time to think. So you guys will also see some links on, um, uh, on my, on my, um, underneath on my page for support, um, in your local community, uh, centers, there's resources there for you guys. Definitely look into that. Uh, we're located in Ottawa. So, you know, if you guys need some assistance, Definitely, definitely feel free to dial 311. They have amazing resources there for you guys. Some of them are free and they're very, very accessible. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. This one is fairly short. This episode is fairly short, but uh, I will continue to share more about myself, more about what I've been through. And if you guys have any questions, guys, I am an open book. Just ask. Again, I want to encourage anybody out there who is a parent, who is not a parent, definitely, again, take time for yourself. It's okay to make mistakes. We are all human, guys. We are all human, and that is just that. Thank you guys so, so much for listening to BGM, a.k.a. Big Girl Mike. I'm going to get out of here and go take myself a break because Lord knows I need it, and that is that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for your love and support. Subscribe and check us out next week for BGM. Take care, y'all.